If that doesn't want to make you book a flight to Cabo Verde, then I don't know what. Cesaria Evora featuring Ishmael Lowe and Africa Norsa. And uh, it seems kind of appropriate seeing as we just finished off with the week in Africa with James Hall uh, broadcasting from Eswatini. And that website, if you feel like finding out more information, go to africatodayyesterday.org. I must say the 1916 uh, World War I uh, and also the 1879 Zulu warriors who decisively defeated the British army, specifically that 1879 uh, battle, uh, is covered uh, by Craig Higginson, the South African author, in a really great book which I read on the week on the holidays called The Ghost of Sam Webster. We'll chat to him sometime about that as well. Welcome to all of you who have joined us on uh, X or Twitter, Fora Staff Mukamela. We are together. Kajameka Street. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Bish Sahadeo, we're talking about uh, Jeff Buckley and his version of Lilac Wine. We played Nina Simone a little earlier. I have to tell you, I agree with you. Everything you say about Jeff Buckley, um, perhaps we can even play Hallelujah as you've asked for it, uh, Bish. Uh, it's such a great cover. Even Leonard Cohen, as you say, agreed. Given, welcome. David Smith, welcome. Janet Van Eerden, thank you so much for joining, joining us. Ntukosa Matlalela and many, many more joining us here. Hudson joining us on the show. You are welcome. We love to have you. We love the fact that you're listening. And don't forget, you're welcome to constantly join the conversation and uh, give us your thoughts on many things. Well, Let's talk about the thoughts. Time for sports, but uh, more specifically, the AFCON Cup of Nations. Tandukolo Mkoli is the SABC senior sports broadcaster. Tandukolo, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to your listeners. Okay, so before we even go to AFCON, um, you know how they fired all the actors once on... <laughs> generations. <laughs> generations. Are we yeah. seeing that moving into the sports world now? Oh, jeez. The, the troubles of uh, Morocco's followers are just, it's, it's sad to see what's unfolding at uh, one of the, the, the legendary clubs of South African football, one of the biggest names in South African football. Um, this basically is something that started late last year um, when basically out of the blue, Morocco's followers um, said they were not, not going to fulfill two matches um, just before the Christmas break. Yeah. And then there were salary problems. And that escalated to something much deeper, to 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 the to a standoff between the players and and, and management. And it's, yes, Swallows did get fined by the PSR, but it, it's it's literally gone on to to bigger and and uh, more impactful actions at the moment. I know that this is not really the, the the core of our conversation, but as someone who's intrigued by this process, how would it work? I mean, if you had to fire your entire team, does it literally mean that's that hasta la vista and a whole new team comes in? Or could there be negotiations for them to come back? There, there can be negotiations. There's always room for negotiation. But when when you make a stance like that, it basically sets a very bad precedence because you're sitting now. That, that's half the team, and that's that's the core players. And and mind you, that's that's that 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 could be get, that could get a lot worse because there are other players who don't have legal representation. So the players' football union would come in and and and, and see how they can intervene there. 
because they they basically the custodians of the welfare of our our, our soccer players in this country. So just like they did with uh, the Banyana Banyana players, they would have to come into a situation like that and see how it can be sorted out. Yo, it's going to make for very interesting uh, conversations as uh, the week uh, continues. Yeah, it's, it's far from the end purely because. <laughs> The ramifications of that are rather drastic because what do you do? If the owner, for example, has got monetary problems, um, well, then they need to sell the club to save at least the status and, and, and the player welfare. So there's a, there's a couple of things that, that are in play at the moment. And um, unfortunately, a lot, of the play, a lot of the teams outside of the, the big clubs like the Chiefs, Sundowns, Pirates, they struggle with sponsorship. So mm. it, 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 in a lot of cases, you find that the person will have this great status, but um, basically they're, ha- they're funding the club out of their own pocket, which is not always the easiest thing to do. Well, we'll certainly uh, keep updated with you on that one. It's a fascinating story, and um, uh, we hope that it finds a way of resolution for sure. Tandu, we've yeah. of course got uh, AFCON, and it's charging along. What's your take? Yeah. Where are we at? Where is South Africa at? Give us the insights. I, I, I'm, I'm loving this African Cup of Nations <laughs> purely because um, all the former winners have struggled. Senegal aside, everyone else has struggled to get the desired results. It's been draws and losses. Um, seeing a small nation like Cape Verde basically being one of the first countries to qualify for the next round. That, that is, and, and not just qualify, qualify as group winners. Those are encouraging signs that um, football on the continent is improving, and it's not just stationed in the in the big names that we are used to. Um, even small nations like Kerverd are basically showing their worth. Um, seeing that Ghana struggle is, is rather sad for me, but yeah. um, it's, it's a competitive group. Um, you, if if Kerverd makes it through, then either Ghana or Egypt we're not going to make it through. So those are the the. the those are the things that this, this AFCON has, has given us. Um, as for Bafana, yeah, we kind of blew that one because um, we dominated in the first half. We had an opportunity with a penalty that was missed. Um, in the second half, I thought we played the wrong tactics. Um, we, we basically played into Mali's hands and we allowed their the, the natural ability to come to the fore by playing the ball a lot closer to the to their players. But um, that said, we can improve. We've got the players to beat in Namibia, for example. Um, I'd, I'd like to see a guy like Temba Zwane, Persitao, even a Siabonga basically show their dominance. Um, if Siabonga shows his dominance against the, the, the very good um, players up front in, in, in um, Dion Hotto and Peter Shalomile from Namibia, if they can enforce them and, and basically neutralize them, that would be nice. Temba Zwane, if he can basically show the kind of form he's shown for sundowns, at national team level, that would be nice to see for me. Um, Persitao, not that he owes us much, he's given his country a lot as, as a footballer, but it would be nice to see him at his best and basically trying to get that confidence back, maybe scoring a couple of goals against Namibia um, tomorrow. So on that front, I'd like to see a much more improved impro- uh, performance by Bafana, um, but it's not over yet. We can win the next two games, it's not impossible. Um, and then we look at the next round of possibly facing an Algeria or an Angola or Mauritania, one of, one, hmm. of the, one of those three. So it's, 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 it's not all doom and gloom yet. Um, we still have a bit of hope. 
Tandu, I obviously show my lack of knowledge when it comes to these things. But I'm interested, you know, I'm, you, you know, Mo Salah, who, of course, uh, uh, salvaged that two-all two draw. I mean, if we look at someone like Mo Salah, are we seeing quite a few of the guys that are training in Europe and the like really making a difference to the game here? Um, not really, not, not like before. Oh. Um, for example... For example, a, a team, a person like Andre Onana, who plays for Manchester United, last season was voted the best goalkeeper in, in Europe. He's had not a great time at Man United. He basically jets into the camp, and the Cameroonian camp, late. And mm. the difference, he has not made that much of a difference. Cameroon have not had the desired results in two games. Uh, Mo Salah, yes, he salvaged a draw for Egypt, but um, he has not been... That he has not had the kind of impact we used to see um, from Mo Salah. So all, all the European guys, yeah, they're good, but they, they, they have not been the mainstay. And it's basically what has happened is the team and, and, and structures that have been put in place, those have come to the fore. And that's how you see in teams like um, Cape Verde come to the fore, whereby a team has been developed over time, yeah. and they're basically maturing now. It's, it has not been the big names. It has not been... Um, the players with the, the biggest stars. It's always been that the teams that have shown the best form in this tournament have been teams that have been built over time. What's the game that you're going to look out for over the next week? Well, obviously the the, the, the final one. That's yeah, that's the sure. biggest interest for us because um, we we literally we need we need to find as out. far as possible. Yeah, we're in. We're in or out. That that for me is the biggest concern. All the others at the moment for me are still secondary. We literally. I think our main focus, uh, from a national perspective, we need a Bafana to do well. Just like we, uh, the pro tiers and the cricket side, them getting to the semifinals gave the country a bit of hope. We need Bafana to go as deep as they can in this tournament. So t- tomorrow's game against um, Namibia and Wednesday's, uh, Wednesday's game against Tunisia, those are the big ones for me. Um, I, I really, really am hoping for a positive result in that sense, just to lift the morale um, of the country again. Jeez, ain't that the truth? Don't we need that? Tandu Kolo Mkoli lifting us up, SABC's senior sport broadcaster, giving us all the AFCON uh, dirties and schleber as well. 741.